Well, they all forgot. Bewildered by this fearsome moment, they all forgot what Jesus had said. By Luke's account, Jesus had told them three times, on three separate occasions, how this was going to turn out. He said, I'm going to undergo great suffering. I'm going to be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes. And I'm going to be killed. And on the third day, I'll be raised. Three times. In fact, I just had to chuckle when I was looking back at all those three times because one of those times Jesus says, let this sink in. <laughs> let this sink in. Let it be engraved into your eardrums. But now it's the third day and they've all forgotten. I mean, at least they were there. The men aren't even there. <laughs> They'll get there later, but. We know they've forgotten because they're still under the spell of death. And we know they're still under the spell of death because when they come to the tomb this morning, they're not prepared for a celebration. They're, they're equipped for an embalming. They've got spices. They've got ointments. They're ready to, to honor and dignify Jesus' body according to custom. Remember, though, what these women have witnessed. They, they've seen it all. They've seen the worst of it. They have seen Jesus beaten, spat upon, mocked, suffering, lifted up. They've seen him take his last breath. They've seen it all. Think what that would do to each of us, to anyone. We know how death disorients the mind. Some of us know how trauma blocks and even erases some memories. They forget, but we judge them not. This is why my heart swells with appreciation for the very first question of Easter. Why do you seek the living among the dead? Ask the luminous men by the tomb. By asking the question, the men in dazzling clothes grace the grieving women. How? Well, because their question lovingly and playfully invites them to remember. The question even assumes they can remember, as though it were lying dormant in their memories and just needed to be rekindled. The angels wink at us, too, this morning. Why do you seek the living among the dead? You hear their question. We who've been traumatized by time and disoriented by so much death. How many of us have felt time push and pull us such that months and, and days and weeks seem to flip and switch? I'm still signing some things 2020. <laughs> uh, maybe in some ways I'm still stuck there. We know what this feels like. How many of us have had our memories scarred and our powers of retention ravaged by loss upon loss? How many of us know well the disorientation of death? How quickly do we forget the good news? 
But the luminous ones by the tomb invite us to remember. And they know we can. So, beloved, remember. Remember how he told us. Remember how he told us he would be raised on the third day just as he foretold. And remember how he told us that we could be remembered to him by his body and his blood, his life and flesh. Remember how he told us he has a kingdom and that he is a place for us where we may eat and drink with him forever. And remember how he told us there would be signs in the sun and in the moon and the stars that the sea and the waves would roar. And he said he'd be coming on the clouds at the, at the trumpet sound and the dead would rise first and those who were alive would join him in the air to be with him forever. Remember how he told us. Remember he told us we'd be like angels, that we'd be children of God and children of the resurrection. For God is not a God of the dead, but of the living. And that all who've ever lived are alive to God. Remember that. Each one of us has someone, and probably many more than one. Where are they? They are alive to God. God has them. God keeps them. God cherishes them. Remember, this good news can't be forgotten by everyone, and it can't be hidden anymore. Remember, this news is true even if we do forget. And even if we never come to believe, it's still true. <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> Remember how he told us. Even if the disciples wouldn't tell it, the stones would shout out. Yes, in the new creation, even the stones have a story to tell. And remember how he blessed the little children and healed the blind beggar and celebrated the generosity of Zacchaeus, remember how he forgave even those who didn't ask for forgiveness. I don't want any forgiveness. Sorry, too bad. You're forgiven. <laughs> even those who weren't ready for forgiveness. I'm going to have to think about it. I've already thought about it. Forgiven. Remember how he seeks every sheep that is lost. And he celebrates every homecoming of the found. And remember how he said, don't be afraid, little flock. It is your father's good pleasure to invite you to live in the kingdom. And remember this, how he has vanquished death. This is how the story ends. I mean, it's part of the grand conclusion. In John, the revelator's testimony, we see death and Hades both thrown into the lake of fire, vanquished forever. Remember. And so then... Doesn't it give us confidence to have a little word with death on this Easter morning? Death? Why do you seek the dead among the living? You have come to the wrong place. Death, I have a question for you. Where is your stinger? Did you forget where you put it? Did you drop it when you heard the stone roll away from the tomb? Maybe that's where you left it behind. Death, we see you turning in circles, but you will be prowling only a little while longer. Death, you may take us for today, but you can't keep us for tomorrow. 
Death, your defenses have failed. The gates of hell have been blasted open and the locks have been stripped. Death, you may rage and devour and prowl for a set time, but your last chapter has been written with the blood of Christ Jesus. We already know your destiny. And we know ours. Friends, remember, let these words sink in. Christ the Lord is risen today. Christ the Lord is risen forever. Alleluia. Amen.